0: hey guys it's jackson and welcome back to another episode of reality talk with jackson (laughs) welcome back everyone happy friday oh my gosh it's the end of the week woohoo, party. <laughs> it's been a long week, in my opinion. I think after the holidays and kind of getting back in the groove of things, it's, it's difficult, you know? But, um, you know, I am happy to kind of have a routine again. So and I'm happy to start 2022, even though there's negatives, positives, whatever going on in the world. I, I love a new year. <laughs> love New Year's resolutions and kind of starting fresh in a way. So you know i am I'm, I'm excited for what twenty two will bring as far as positivity goes i'm I'm in a positive mindset um <clears throat> but anyway um I'm also super excited because there is a brand new reality real estate show on own oh, on the oprah Winfrey network and it actually airs on friday so Friday is my favorite day of the week, and now it is my extra special favorite day of the week because of this new show. Oh, my God, it is so good. Um, Let me give you the scoop on it. So as you guys know, I have been doing a lot of interviews with um, cast members from different real estate reality shows. So Selling Sunset and Selling Tampa on Netflix are huge right now. And I interviewed um, multiple cast members from those shows, um, Christine Quinn, Davina, um, and then from Selling Tampa, and Sophie, Colony. And Alexis. So I've interviewed a lot of them recently, and I know that's probably a lot kind of interviewing a lot of um, cast members from similar shows. However, these real estate reality shows are huge right now. So like I said, those are on Netflix, and they have done extremely well. There is a new show on OWN called Ladies Who List Atlanta, and it follows a group of real estate agents in Atlanta, Georgia, Um, And then I know there is going to be another real estate reality show coming out on Discovery Plus later this month. Um, I believe it's called Selling the Hamptons. Um, So there's another one. And then Selling the OC, which is part of the Selling Sunset franchise, will be on of Netflix sometime this year. So there is a lot of real estate reality shows going around. However, even if you're not a huge fan of real estate, I think you'll love this show because of the juicy drama, and they're all different in many different ways. But today I'm going to talk about Ladies Who Listed Lena because my special guests this week are all of the ladies from Ladies Who Listed Lena. I got to interview all of them at once. like, oh my gosh, (laughs) it was so much fun. I love these ladies. They are so amazing. Um, I think you guys will love them too. But let me kind of give you the scoop on Ladies Who Listed, Lena. So the show follows six African-American women in business, including top producing brokers, high profile attorneys, and luxury real estate agents as they manage their ever-changing work and personal relationships while serving clients in the Atlanta real estate market. And honestly, that's kind of a brief description of the show um, and honestly, they, they're they kind of coming together to create this powerhouse brokerage in Atlanta and kind of take over the Atlanta real estate game together. But as you know, six strong personalities in one room trying to work together, that's not easy, and we will be seeing it all because there is a lot of drama on Ladies Who List Atlanta, let me tell you. Um, and it, it's Juicy. It is juicy, (laughs) but definitely check it out. It's on every Friday on own. Um, And you can watch it on demand. Uh, I'm sure eventually it'll be on discovery. Plus I think. um, OWN just had a, um, now has a partnership with Hulu. So I'm sure you'll be able to eventually see it on there. So it, you know, there, this show is good. A great new show. I love it. But like I said, I got to interview the entire cast. So, um, the ladies, so there's Kiana, Kira, Robin, Crystal, Tiana, and Tiffany. Oh my gosh, I think I got everyone. <laughs> but I got to interview them all at once um, to chat about the new show and get their takes on the drama. So it was kind of like, uh, for me, and it's it's kind of surreal, a mini Housewives reunion, but on like Zoom. (laughs) Um, So as you can, as everyone knows now using Zoom and using Skype and using all this for interviews um, with a lot of people and meetings can be challenging. So if you do hear a little bit of sound problems or something during the interview, I'm sorry, as you all know, like, you know, it's difficult when there's a lot of people on a call, you have to like mute people. Oh my gosh. But I love these ladies They've had a long, um, a lot of press days um, doing it all together and doing it from home. Like it can be challenging, especially when you're new to it. You know, it's a lot. So I commend these ladies and they are all amazing. Go follow their social media. I will have all of their social media listed in the episode description and I'll have a little bit more information on the show, but definitely check it out. Like I said, it's on own every Friday night. So um, without further ado, here is my interview with the cast from *Ladies Who List Atlanta* on own. I hope you guys enjoy. So excited for this new show on own! Um, yes, yeah, so excited for what's to come. But I kind of wanted to start quickly and kind of give everyone kind of a little short introduction um, because this show is very unique where you, um, you're not all real estate agents like some of the other real estate reality shows out there. Um, You all kind of have different roles and you're kind of all coming together as one big powerhouse. So I kind of wanted to give everyone a little introduction. So, Kiana, I want to start with you. Can you kind of give a quick introduction in what your um, job is?
1: Well, hello. Um, Starting with me, I... I would consider myself more of a serial entrepreneur in this r- real estate world. I have my real estate brokerage, Watson Realty Co. Um, mm-hmm. I have an online training platform. We've had over 14,000 enrollments of people all over the world on our agent who's for success. And I also have an online CEO membership, the CEO Society, where we are training um, people to just expand upon um, their businesses and invest in other businesses. So um, it's really exciting um, all of all of the many hats that I do wear, but um, I definitely love being a real estate broker. And I have currently 12 agents um, that are with me in my brokerage. And all of my principal agents are top producing top 5% agents in the Metro Atlanta area. So it's so exciting to pour back into those ladies and watch them flourish in their
0: businesses. So
1: overall, I am, you know, (laughs) I am that girl.
0: Yes, you definitely are. <laughs> okay, Kira, let's um go to you.
2: Hi, Jackson. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so with me, um, I'll start off by saying my name is Kira Oliver. I am a 28-year-old real estate agent in the Atlanta area. I am top five percent in Georgia. Um, I am associated with Norman and the and right now my time is going to on the past jam percent top one percent producer in the area i do have a couple of other businesses that i am working on one being a real estate training platform and also just another feminine products business that i've been working on too in the works so me i'm just figuring life out doing real estate traveling the world and you know dating trying to figure it out
0: Yes, for sure, for sure. And I know this season we'll kind of get to see a lot of what's going on and some um, personal things that are going on in your life, too. So um, let's see. Okay, Crystal, um, what about you?
3: Hello, hello, Jackson. I Hi. am a closing attorney from the bunch. So that's supposed to mean that I'm super nerdy and conservative and – You know, opinionated, but what it really means is that I'm opinionated, fun, um, cutting edge, and um, the leading closing firm in uh, Georgia. You know, the lawyer realm is, of course, predominantly white males. And so to be able to represent not only as a closing attorney, but as a black woman and a businesswoman um is tremendous. It's a huge honor and I'm not quite sure I'm prepared to to represent those the, the masses in that way but you know I'm going to do the best I can and I'm going to have fun doing it and not fit the mold of whatever it is an attorney is quote unquote supposed to be. So um I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to introduce you to Kimbrell Law, it's the leading closing firm in Georgia.
0: Yes, yes, so excited. Yes, okay. Um, Robin, you're next.
4: Hey, Jackson.
0: Hi, um,
4: so my name is Robin Andrade, and I am a real estate broker. I became a broker in 2017 and I've single handedly dominated an entire part of Atlanta, which is downtown. I am known for listing some of the prettiest exclusive penthouse and lofts and condos in that part of the neighborhood. I tend to live in the neighborhoods that I sell in and it works for me. Um, I'm here to work smarter, not harder. I'm not into driving around, you know, across city lines, you know, to sell real estate. I was looking, my main reason for getting into this field was to number one, be my own boss. Number two, grab my own checks. And number three, to tailor and customize how I was actually going to work. And so being able to, you know, put some flats on in a crossbody bag and knock down five listings in an hour is my jam. Like, that's what I like to do. So I stay in my lane and I'm growing my business for a long time. It was just me by myself. And the show has inspired me to get out there and do some more. So I do currently have or agents now who are in training and they're learning and I expect to grow um, to much more each and every month. My goal is to add 10. I have a list of agents that are ready, willing and able to come on board.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. Very, very exciting stuff. Awesome. OK, um, Tiana, what about you? Hi, Jackson. It's Tiana Hi. here.
5: um thank you so much for having us um that's number one and um the other thing which we're, we're here for is to, of course, give you a little bit about ourselves. And regarding myself, I am a real estate professional in the Atlanta area. I started out, you know, I've been in many facets of this industry, starting out in property manager as in property management and developer services, and then that led up to my success as a residential and commercial real estate agent. Beyond that, I'm a I'm a wife, I'm a mom. I'm I'm a badass <laughs> in this in this arena, and so I'm just excited to be here. I have experienced um, levels of success when it comes to luxury. My good friend Tiffany Hall said um, at one point that all real estate is luxury, and I absolutely I I, I love that. I love that statement because at a point minorities are dis, were disproportionately excluded. From a lot of different housing opportunities, and so for me to be an integral part of their process is what I enjoy about fulfilling the purpose of being involved in real estate and you know getting buyers homes, getting homes sold for my seller clients. And so, yeah, that's that's what I do. I'm 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 within all of the um, hustle and bustle and dealing with the ebbs and flows of the game.
0: Yes, yes, I love that. And then lastly, um to your little partner in crime, um Tiffany, um what about you?
6: Thank you again for having us on your show. I really appreciate it. Um, yes. just a little bit about me. Um I have always wanted to be uh, an attorney. I never thought about real estate because I wasn't exposed to real estate as a, you know, as a young as a young lady. Um, I thought mm-hmm. I was going to be in somebody's court fighting. Um, you know, but it didn't end up that way. I ended up getting pregnant and um, undergrad and having my son, which kind of put things on a little delay. And my first job was actually as a real estate paralegal back in 2006. And that's what exposed me to real estate. So once I was able to get myself together and go to law school and graduate, I had already been working in this industry. Um, for years, and so it was almost just automatic for me to go ahead and open up my own firm because I've just been doing the work for so many years, and I did that. I did that back in 2014. I opened a real estate law firm, um, and I became everyone's favorite closing attorney. So in Atlanta, you know, real estate was transactional. It was business. It was sign here, sign here, sign here, and um, I brought a different vibe to that. I brought a fun vibe to that, a a celebratory vibe to that. And doing that, and being a mom and a wife, mom to three kids, three beautiful children, um, who are also very active, um, very active in sports, and so just trying to juggle it all, trying to do the best that I can, um, and be the best person for my family. um, That's that's just a little bit about me.
2: Yes,
0: yes, okay. Thank you all. Thank you all. Okay. Um, So Rob, you were actually the one trying to bring all these ladies together to kind of have this powerhouse brokerage in Atlanta and kind of take over the Atlanta real estate um, world together. So I was um, curious. So why did you decide to come up with this concept? And why did you pick these specific ladies to kind of bring together to do this?
4: So I feel like if I was born earlier in life, I probably would have been a part of the Black Panthers. I'm very passionate Mm -hmm about how Black people are treated in the South in life and in business. And so the thought came about getting us together and dominating the entire city collectively, you know, all Black attorneys, all Black agents, brokers, you name it. And with our network, we can reach so many different types of people that we wouldn't even step on each other's toes. We would literally be attacking Atlanta on a real estate level from all angles, you know, Um, going through the code, seeing an opportunity to change something is what was where the idea came from. And um, I presented it to this crew kind of accidentally because it wasn't thought all the way through. It was, it was literally just an idea and and it was a concept when I brought it to them. And um, I don't know, If that's the route we're going to take, you'll have to see more episodes uh, to determine that. But I know for certain that my brokerage is going to do everything that it can do to make my vision become a reality. If it's with me and other agents, if it's with me and this crew, I'm down for it either way. I just want to see it done.
0: Right, right. Well, I'm excited to see um, kind of what happens and see what the future holds. Okay. Um, so Kira, in the first episode, it you, you and actually Kiana and Kiana, you can kind of jump in if you want, but Kira, so you posted a photo in a bikini and you actually talked about how um, some people said they weren't going to take you serious in this industry because of that photo and some of the photos that you post. Did that? Did those comments ever make you feel like you should take those photos down or kind of be more conservative? Or did you kind of run full force and just be yourself and not really care what others think?
2: So I will say <clears throat> for me personally, coming into real estate when I was 24, obviously I'm a 24-year-old young woman. You know, I'm not... 50, 60, 70, you know, I'm learning, I'm still learning myself. And at the time, you know, I was traveling, I was in a relationship, I was, you know, just living my best life as I currently am. And I think it's very important for me to showcase who I am in all facets. And so I would get comments on my Instagram, like, okay, you're supposed to be professional real estate agent, why are you posting in a bikini? But me knowing who I am, that's one thing that I am grateful to say, I know exactly who I am. Like I know whether I post a picture in a business suit, a bikini, um, you know, sweats. I am the same person. My mind does not change. The knowledge that I possess does not change. And so I decided to stay true to myself and I still do. I post whatever pictures I would like to post, whether it's out on vacation in a bikini Or, you know, at brunch, having a cocktail, whatever the case may be, that is who I am. And one thing that I've learned in this business is, I want to attract the clientele that likes me for me and they want to work with me for me. So I'm going to continue to do that because it has been working phenomenal for me and the people who don't agree with it, then that's fine. You know, everyone doesn't like tequila. Some people like Jen and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yes, I love that. <laughs> love it. Okay, so this, as I said before, this show is unique because a lot of you guys have, history with one another and prior connections. So Crystal, um, it seems like you have a lot of history with some of the ladies. So uh, which of the ladies did you know before you guys kind of all came together to do this?
3: So Jackson, the great thing about the Atlanta real estate market is it's small. (laughs) And the reality is I knew of every single woman Um, that's on this cast but I've had the opportunity to really personally know um, Robin who I stole from an (laughs) ex-boyfriend and when I say stole I mean they were friends and Uh I kind of stole her from him and um, so that's how we kind of became friends it started out just business closings and then Robin opened her world up to the idea of me and uh, we formed a friendship. And then Q and I um, have an extensive friendship as well. You know, we've traveled, San tropez um, Paris, like all of these lavish, um, fun vacations. And it's just been really natural and really fun. And that's kind of what my life is about. Traveling spontaneously, um, enjoying the fruits of my labor and balancing a healthy work in um personal life. So I've I've had the opportunity of, of experiencing both business relationships with some of these ladies and personal relationships.
0: Yes, yes. And then the other thing that I found interesting, so you and Tiana, I believe you guys went to high school together?
3: We did. We went to we went to Stevenson High. Shout out to Stevenson. Uh, <laughs> anybody that's from Atlanta that's the East side. <laughs> uh-huh. So we, we definitely represent for the East side uh, Stevenson was a big part in establishing who I am. And I grew up dancing and I grew up, uh, um, I'm actually part of a sorority. And so just always being a part of a team has allowed me now to be more selfless and to be more considerate and, um, and to be a girl's girl. And, and so I'm very thankful for my experiences at Stevenson and my sorority and everything else that helped shape me.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Okay. So, um, Robin, um, in, uh, and it's been played a lot in like the, the previews and stuff, but it's really a huge part of the first episode. Um, so there is a comment that crystal makes about you not playing in the sandbox very well (laughs) (laughs) with the other, with other women. So, Robin, why did that comment upset you so much?
4: Because it's not entirely true. Okay. Um, I've been on this earth for a long time, and I have had some experiences with women, fraud, betrayal. You know, um, a lot of my female relationships were non-existent because I'm one of three, so our dad didn't even allow us to have, like, people in the house. So I grew up with just my sisters and Mm. partly my parents' fault. Um, And when I tried to get out there in the real world and make friends, you know, younger, I was fine doing it. Um, Like I was a cheerleader my whole life. Um, And being with the team was something that I enjoyed. It was the one on one, the oh, my God, you got too personal and you told me too much. So when I get mad at you, I'm going to reach into my tool belt and I'm going to shoot it all back at you. I'd always been in fear of not trusting how some women operate. And I also am very, very comfortable by myself. Um, For my whole Mm -hmm. life, I raised kids at a very young age. This is the first time in my whole life that I've ever got the opportunity to just live alone. Right. So I've always had to Mm -hmm. share space. And now I'm very critical of the people that I do allow in as Crystal um, said and explaining to you how we met. I let her into my world. I really did because the door was locked, you know, and it goes back to having, you know, bad relationships, bad female relationships. You know. Jealousy, envy, like I don't have room in my brain for any of that, and um I have tons of male friends. I have the people in my life that need to be there, quite honestly. Mm -hmm. There are super genuine women that I am close friends with, but not in this category, not in this age group. I have a lot of older friends who have been down the road before, and they can tell me what my future might be like. I like to tap into a more seasoned brain, and I find that what I was getting with younger relationships, it just wasn't it wasn't feeding me what I needed. Mm-hmm. It was just, it, it left me in a catty space. And not only did I just grow up with my sisters and dad, not allowing us to have outside friends because he had like a, 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 a weird, uh, paranoia about that. Um, I was a mom since I was 16. So it went from childhood to being a mother and it was just my family. So the whole girlfriend experience. I never really got to experience it. So to me, I wasn't missing anything. You know, I never Mm -hmm. experienced it. It was my, it was my fiance or it was my kids. Like it was family. And that was for so many years. And now that they have grown up and they're adults now and I live alone, I have this beautiful space to recreate who I am and reconsider some of my previous thoughts you know, and when the right people come along, such as Crystal, they are invited in.
0: Yes. Okay. I love that explanation. That makes a lot of sense. And then Crystal, did you want to kind of explain maybe quickly how you, did you mean it in a certain way? Or was it just like a very like a comment? You're just kind of concerned of what this experience could entail, or what, wh- where were you coming from?
3: Jackson, I am so happy you asked me that, because I haven't had the opportunity to clarify. Like, I'm a very sarcastic, dry humor, lighthearted type of person, and mm-hmm. the things I say can sound like I have a sharp tongue, but it's just because I'm a little sarcastic, and I'm a little, you know tongue in cheek. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Robin is someone that I love. So obviously I wasn't saying it in a way to attack her. Um, Mm -hmm. But when you see it on camera, I can see how it sounds like an attack. But for people that I love and that are in my, you know, inner world, it's always all love. And, you know, what happens is you end up getting more mad at those people that are in your inner circle because you love them so much. And when the disappointment is there it's a it's a deep disappointment but then with the people that are on outskirts you don't let them get under your
4: skin it's like no biggie Mm -hmm. what's really gonna throw the champagne on her like we can yeah yeah that was her being funny Like, like she can say that to me and I can come back with something next and then before you know it we're having dinner somewhere and we're like it's not a thing for us but the way it was edited and put out there it may seem like you know Um, That in that moment, there was a problem, but I'm, I'm, I'm super voiceless. Like I'm super opinionated and I don't hold back. And a lot of people don't understand my directness, but they will, Um, Mm -hmm. they will when you surround yourself with a lot of fakeness, here I come with all of my realness and my heart exposed on both sleeves. And some people don't know how to take that because they're so used to everything being sugarcoated or having bumpers around them. And I just, I just don't. I just don't. And I will always and forever remain who I am because there's a lot of people that love it. There are some that don't. There are people that love it. And part of my strong personality is what even attracted Crystal to me. You know, I feel like friends find something in the other person that they don't have or that they want to be sharper with. and, And you somehow connect in that sense. Like you don't just randomly choose friends. There's a feeling that you have in the room with people and your gut feeling is going to tell you to gravitate towards that person or not. It's literally a feeling, but I, I mean, I feel good when I'm around crystal. There's a lot of strong points that she has that have helped me in business. Um, I've taken heed to a lot of her recommendations. So if we have that type of dry humor and we talk to each other sideways at the end of the day, when my phone rings at 3am and it's her number, she knows I'm answering it. She knows. Yes. So I'm not that stuff matters.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love your guys's friends. Okay, so quickly I want to um kind of get some quick clarification on a few comments that are made and kind of see if you ladies were trying to be shady or if it was just brutal honesty. <laughs> so um Kiana, I want to start with you and Tiana. You can kind of um chime in because it's about you so. Tiana was hosting, like, in the first episode, she hosts a, um, like, a broker's open house. And, Tiana, you were kind of saying that the broker's open, it wasn't marketed right, and it was kind of plain Jane. (laughs) Um, So were you trying to be shady, or are you just giving your honest opinion?
1: No, I was not being shady at all. You know, when I walked into the broker's open I thought it was nice, but I I was expecting a little bit more. I thought that we would have some catering, some, you know, some service, some servers. So I wasn't being shady. I was more or less like, okay, this is a beautiful home, but I'm at a broker's open and I just thought we would have some entertainment and, you know, some hors d'oeuvres, things like that.
4: You don't even eat public food. (laughs) So why (laughs) would it matter?
1: Wow. I do not eat public buffet food, but
0: I do love served hors (laughs) d'oeuvres. (laughs) Kiana, do you have anything to say about it?
5: Yes, absolutely. So I totally understand um, Kiana's perspective. I've been in this industry a long time to actually... Um, <laughs> to actually let you know or give you a rundown of the experience that you would have at a typical broker's open. I put this together so to get an idea of what it might look like on before it went on the market, and it mm. wasn't a a typical broker's open. It was really a sneak peek. So whereas. Kiana, you know, may have felt like she was going to get um, a a certain standard of service. I appreciate the feedback.
0: (laughs) Love it. Love it. Yes, that totally makes sense. Okay. And then this next comment, um, I don't think was shady at all, but I want to kind of get clarification because I don't think it's really addressed a lot and I'm sure it'll be addressed later. But Kira, so in the first episode, you do kind of say that Kiana... um, that people think Kiana doesn't work hard to get where she is and that she obviously does work hard and all of that. So what did you mean by that?
2: So with everybody and anything, especially being a beautiful woman, and it's not just to Kiana, it's to anybody, but the question that was directed to me was about Kiana. And, mm-hmm. you know, someone like her, you see her on Instagram, she has 200,000 followers. She's always dressed fabulous. Fabulously, Her makeup is always done. People automatically will associate a beautiful woman with stupidity. And so with mm. that, you know, if you have, you know, a nice body, you know, we hear the comments all the time. Well, women, they have it easy. Pretty is a privilege, you know, that we don't have to work mm. hard. When she's running a seven figure business. So there is obviously some hard work being put in there. You know, just like all of us women, like we are all beautiful women. And I think sometimes we don't get the credit that we deserve because, yes, we're beautiful. Yes, we have curves. Yes, we, you know, have nice hair and we dress nice and drive nice cars, but it took hard work to get those things. So just because on the exterior looks one way doesn't mean that there's not not the same amount of effort that goes on behind closed doors to get where we are now
3: hallelujah
0: yes yes, yes i love that and okay. i'm glad that she said that because you know it it
1: happens so often you know and i personally feel like even in this field it doesn't matter you know what you how how, how smart you actually are it's just the perception and i always say how other people feel about me is their problem. You know, they project their own insecurities onto um onto me and onto other people because you know they're unable to or not willing to do what the other person is doing.
4: So I just leave it at that. Kiana's yes. a machine. Kiana's a machine can't nobody ever say that she doesn't work hard. She don't sleep. She works hard. Period. And she'll show you.
0: Yes, yes, for sure. Okay, um, so getting to the last one or two questions, um, Kiana um, and I think Crystal, I think both of you and maybe Kira, I can't remember, but um, with Selling Tampa that just recently came out on Netflix, um, I know a few of you kind of dabble um, in the same circles as some of the ladies from Allure Realty out in Tampa. So Kiana, I think, do you know some of um, the ladies from Selling Tampa? Actually, I do. I know the broker Sherelle. Um, Uh I was doing, at one
1: point, I was doing, I was hosting a lot of real estate events and I was, I met her there. And from there, she has taken um, a training course from uh, my online training platform, Agents Who's for Success. And we were able to connect. And this was early on in her career. So I do know her. She's a phenomenal woman and I'm so proud of what
0: um, she's been able to accomplish in that market. Yes. And then um, Crystal, do you know any of the ladies from Allure? Yeah.
3: So Sherelle, the the uh, brokerage owner, she and I have a relationship and Renna, um, who is a real estate agent, but also a real estate attorney. Um, Sherelle and I have some business together and uh, Renna and I obviously connect through several different ways. Um, And that's just what's so great about being an attorney. You know, I have the real estate network that I'm connected to, but then I also have the law network that I'm connected to. So um, any area of law, any state that you need an attorney, I'm always plugged in and I love being a resource um, and a dot connector for other people. So I had the privilege of attending the event and just watching them grow and their their show is bomb And I can't wait for the next season.
0: (laughs) Yes. And then Kira. So I don't know Jeff. you have you watched Selling Tampa and what do you think about it and what's different between their show and then your show?
2: Yes. So I did watch Selling Tampa and actually I went to Tampa for New Year's and I had the chance to connect with Ann and Colony. I love them, you know. I related to them on the show more so than other people would. Um, and so we actually had a great time, good personality, strong, motivated women. So I look forward to building those connections with them. Personally love the show. I think it's very important for anybody that's watching reality tv especially when it comes to black women and black successful women is that we worked hard to get on a platform and that should be respected in itself because you don't see women of color every day on tv promoting success or promoting business it's usually something of the latter so i'm excited for those ladies for season two i'm excited for our show and yeah we'll see how it goes Yes. Okay. Awesome. And then my last
0: question is for Miss Tiffany. Um, Tiffany, I wanted to know what can fans expect this season from Ladies Who List Atlanta.
6: I think fans can definitely expect a lot of business. <clears throat> the one thing that um, I can speak for most of the ladies on this on this show is that we really are business women. Like we really are handling business. We're making money. We have, you know, complete successful businesses. And sometimes in reality TV, you know, things can look a certain way, but in reality may not be that way. I think our reality is the way that we're going to be shown on this show. Um, So I think they can expect to see some boss women making boss moves, making boss money and juggling, you know, our personal lives um, and making
0: and making it look good you know Yes oh my gosh I love that. Well thank you all so much for doing this. It's such an honor um, and I'm so excited for the season. We are too. Thank good. you so much for having us. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with the cast of Ladies You List Atlanta on Own. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want more reality talk, please follow our social media. It's at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram. Or you can follow me on Twitter. It's at JacksonSeth35. And I will have all of the ladies' social media in the episode description so you can follow their journey outside of the show. Um, thank you guys so, so much again for all of the love and support. I love you all. And I'll see you guys next week i nice. nice.